Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. You know what would change the hierarchy in the West? If, say, a team like the Golden State Warriors said, hey, Kevin, let's bring that old thing back again, right? Because this thing we got this year ain't quite working. Does it make more sense now, given the state of the Warriors, to entertain a reunion? The appetite was always somewhat there for both sides. Um, but I think I think Phoenix is probably a more realistic team to watch than the Warriors. And I think Phoenix probably has more to offer that the Nets would want than the Warriors. You know, when we hired Natalie, no last name, we hired her to uh, just, first of all, get us in line, just, right. you know, get our house in order. Uh, we hired her to uh, operate and uh, be the voice of our social media and digital accounts. We hired her to uh, be an editorial voice for our show. We hired her to be on-camera talent. We hired her to wear a lot of hats. The hat we didn't know we were getting was an insider. Yeah, NBA insider. Was a scoop person. We had it. I mean, we got a journalist because she out here asking these thoughtful questions of Jalen Hurts and whatnot, but we got a scoop person. You got Kevin Durant is now a member of the Sun. So now let me ask you a question, Miss Insider, because we know how much you admire Kevin Durant and appreciate Kevin Durant and respect all that he brought to the Golden State Warriors. You scared? No. <laughs> Why would you I? You ain't even have to think about it. You ain't even think about it. You just know. Well, I she doesn't have to think about it. You're right. I'm glad. I'm glad you had that answer because I, I, I may have Natalie. I may have overreacted initially to Kevin Durant going to the Suns. I understand why you're not scared. You shouldn't be. Yeah, I'm. Listen. He's Kevin Durant, right? And the Suns definitely got better, but they also got worse defensively. Like they lost their best defender, Mikael Bridges. They're, they don't have any defensive wings. Like, they're just there's no defense on the wings. And so, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. Kevin Durant is older, and you have him coming back from injury. You have Book coming back from injury. Chris Paul, who is, I mean, you Even know. older. The Suns, are, the Suns are looking to trade Chris Paul or, like, get rid of him at the end of the season. At least there have been Hell, last week. That. Weren't they trying to Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's, you know, Obviously, they were able to keep eight in. They're going to have a squad, but I don't know that just by doing this that they now become like the front runners. I see that the Vegas odds have moved up for them, but no, I'm not scared. And the Phoenix Suns, while yes, they have made it to the finals before, um, they've yet to win it. You know, they, they have to do it. Until you do it, you know, there are much more people who have like. Um, the Lakers have made some changes, if you believe in those. But at least they have a player like LeBron and AD who have done it. Yeah. You know, the other teams have players. The Clippers have a player like Kawhi who have done it. The Warriors have done it. They have to do it. Until you do it. I know Kevin Durant has done it, but the rest of them haven't. So we have to see. Because he was just riding Steph Curry's coattails when he did it, though. So I didn't like, say that. Yeah, I know you didn't, but it was I was implied. <laughs> uh, let's, let's, let's bring in our, our, our other brothers from another couple of... Uh, 
NBA insiders who are really just trying to keep up with Natalie. Like, Natalie out here doing y'all job, <laughs> Kurt Healing and, and, and Vincent Goodwill. Like, so y'all need to be calling her for information. Um, Vinny, start with you, brother. Uh, how formidable on this, on this, on paper, because a lot of times they ain't on the court healthy, those guys, but how formidable are these sons in what was a wide open West? Is it now theirs to lose? I mean, I don't know if you believed in the Denver Nuggets because I didn't. And I do think that Natalie's point about them losing a lot of defensive depth and identity uh, on the wings is, is taken. But when you got a chance to get Kevin Durant in a wide open West, you go and do it. Like, I think this is filling multiple needs. If you're the Phoenix Suns, you needed a showstopper. You needed someone that could match up with Giannis, with a Jason Tatum, with a Nikola Jokic, with a Steph Curry if it comes down to it. Devin Booker's a really good player. I don't know if he's that guy, that elevated level of superstar. And secondarily, Kevin Durant needed a place that was stable. He needed a place that he could trust. You need an actual like point guard that could set him up, that could actually be an adult in the room, even though sometimes Chris Paul can act a little petulant. But I think there's a level of stability there. So I feel like on both ends, they're both filling each other's needs. And assuming they can do something in the buyout market, maybe you can go out and get some wings that can defend and everything else to sort of supplement what you've given up. But I feel like Phoenix is right at the top of the conversation, if not far ahead of the conversation. Kurt? Have you seen the West? I mean, that's, that's at the end of the day, that's the thing. If this were the East, no, but it's the West. It's like Natalie said, Denver hasn't proven it yet. They're probably the best team, maybe. I will see, you know, what the all offense, you want all offense, no defense, go watch some Mavericks games now. Like, I, there's nobody that's coming together. And who scares you in the West? Literally nobody. It's not even, not the Warriors. You got to actually play three good games in a row before I'm going to start to buy into you again. So, yeah, they're back at the top. I don't know if Booker, by the way, I agree with Vinny, I don't know if Booker's a 1A guy, but if he's your number two, hell yeah. That'll work. That'll work just fine. I, th- I They'll overcome the flaws of Aiden, they, but I think, like you said, they just traded, like, every decent role player they had. Like, they've got a lot of work to do to fill that thing in. But that's the easy part. You did the hard part. Can, can, can I suggest that there's a little bit of hyperbole going on here when we talk about how wide open the West is? The West is no more wide open than the East. Okay, so it could be Boston. It could be Milwaukee. Perhaps you Stop believe there. in the Stop young. There. Stop there. Stop it, it, there. It, it, Stop. You, perhaps Stop you there. believe in the young Cavaliers. No, wait, wait, wait. Hey, ask Boston about Cleveland. Ask Boston about them. The Sixers, maybe. And, and, and maybe Philly, maybe. Don't do it. But, yeah. Have y'all seen James okay. Harden's uh, May movie? Okay, but I, I got it. But what I, would say, <laughs> what I would say about the West, I'm going to ask you a question, Kurt. Who scares me in the West? Golden State. I know they have been inconsistent. Until they die. Until you ah, literally, maybe (laughs) until that happens, I'm paying attention to them. So I would say Golden State, I'd say Denver, and now perhaps Phoenix. But I ain't trying to go wide open now. And I don't think it's that. I don't think it's all that wide open. I really don't. I think in the West, there are a whole lot of teams like Dallas, for example, maybe like the Lakers, maybe like the Clippers who can win around, who, who can knock off one of these teams on any given seven-game series. But I don't know if any of them scare me as a team that can put, that have the scheme versatility, that can play different styles, different ways, and like you have to to make the finals. 
We'll see which one of them can kind of put that together. My problem, and hey, the Warriors, they got Gary Payton Jr. back, so it's all good. They, 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 still, they still don't have enough depth, man. I, I, I still am, I, they are not the team from last year, man. Hey, let me, uh, let me step, let's step back for a second, because we've done the autopsy quite a bit on the uh, Brooklyn Nets uh, fiasco, a big three that played um, what used to be an NFL season's worth of games together, 16. That's, by the way, that's the, that's the title of the documentary, 16 games. There you go, no charge. 16 games, the, docu- the documentary title on the failed experiment. Well, the incomplete experiment. It's hard to say they failed because they never played together, for crying out loud. But they all requested trades and all received them, so that was successful. Anyway, Kevin Durant in particular, and I, I was you know, needling Natalie earlier, uh, about you know her affection for Kevin Durant, <laughs> Vinny, that you know all so well. Um, but forgetting about the, the, the wide open West and contenders for this season, and it would go down the line. And Natalie, we'll come back to you. Let's start with ladies first, since you broke the story of Kevin Durant to the Suns. Um, how do we view Kevin Durant now? Left OKC for the Warriors, won two finals MVPs, of course. We know about him leaving the Warriors, which is still a sore spot for a lot of people. This failed experiment, which he might have been the best player, but he's certainly at the center of all the decisions that were made in Brooklyn. Now getting the wish that he had this summer, which is to get out of Brooklyn and be in Phoenix. Regardless of how this season plays out with Booker and CP3 and Aiden in Phoenix, how do you view Kevin Durant in this moment, given what he just left behind in Brooklyn? Like from a legacy perspective? From a legacy, from the L word, the, 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 the L word we know and love in the NBA circles, legacy. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I was speaking with a friend about this last night who happens to be a Suns fan, and while he is excited to get Kevin Durant, like he was just like, I don't, I just, it's, it's interesting. Like someone of his stature and the level of player he is, this is going to be what, his fourth team? It just. I don't know. I mean, things are changing, right? Like, Braun moved around. Kevin Durant has now done it. Shaq did it a little bit. But it just, it's, it's not what I'm used to, like, growing up watching the NBA. And I don't know, like, when we reflect on his career, obviously he's going to go down as an all-time great. But I just, like, what what team, I guess you're probably going to maybe affiliate him most with the Warriors, if unless he goes on to win more championships with the Suns. But I just, it doesn't feel like he's really connected to any one team. Yeah, I, and I mean this, Denny, when I, when I say this is a rhetorical I'm not asking this rhetorically. I'm just curious because I'm, I'm fascinated by conversations and how they shift about players. I mean, once upon a time, you know, LeBron bouncing around was, was bad for his legacy, according to some people. Is the Brooklyn uh, debacle, is that in all, at all a stain on Kevin Durant's legacy, reputation even? It, it might be something that we look at as a stain in the future. I think it's the biggest failure you know, of a quote-unquote super team that we've ever seen. Like, even, you know, going back to, you know, Carl Malone and Gary Payton being on the Lakers and those dudes being old as hell and they, them getting to the finals and losing was viewed as a massive failure. So you can't look at that any other way. But I think, to Natalie's point, LeBron has played for four teams. I feel like Russell Westbrook is going to play for, like, seven or eight teams before his career is <laughs> over, man. He's, he's not on the... He's not on a, a level of stature as those guys, but he is someone that's a legacy player. Allen Iverson played on a bunch of teams. Carmelo Anthony played on a bunch of teams. It's the nomadic mate nature of today's NBA. We can talk all about, you know, be super happy 
when transactions happen, whether it's free agency or trades. It's fine. But those are actual humans and bodies there. So, yeah, if, if we're going to be happy about the players moving around, we got to talk about the players that are actually moving around. So I, I do think that Kevin Durant is a bit nomadic. But I think it speaks to the nomadic nature of largely every player. The Stephen Curry stand in one place. They're I think rare. That's a rarity. I, I think yeah. that's a rarity. I don't think that's something that's going to stick around. It's not a shot to Stephen Curry or anything like that. But having franchise stability, having synergy with the front office, with the coaching staff, with the city that you live in, and being able to be satisfied wherever you are, even yeah. amongst what we do, the 24-7 nature, the constant scrutiny of the athletes, it gets in their head whenever they say that they don't listen. They're clearly lying. And the final point, if Natalie has affection for Kevin Durant, I hate to see who she hates. <laughs> I mean, I, sorry, because I know Kurt, I know you probably want to go to Kurt, but I just, I don't. Like you said, Russell Westbrook's not the stature or level of those players. So it, to me, that's not the same. It's it's like, wow, an MV, a former MVP moving around like that. But it's not like Kevin Durant or even a LeBron. Because I think Giannis is probably going to stay in Milwaukee. He doesn't strike me as the kind of player who's going to move around. We'll have to see what Luka does. Now, maybe that we will We never change. thought Kevin Durant was going to leave. We never thought yeah. Kevin Durant was going to leave that's Oklahoma right. yeah, City. When he gave you the, you the real MVP speech and everything else... We, we had Kevin Durant as the anti-LeBron James. He signed his five-year extension with Oklahoma City the same day as the decision, and he was branded as the anti-LeBron. I'm not saying Giannis is going anywhere. I'm not saying Nikola Jokic is going anywhere. But I am saying we have to be very careful about what we ascribe to all these guys because of what the moment is. Yes, Kobe Bryant stayed in one place, and it looks like Giannis is going to stay in one place. He just signed don't know again. Where he extended though, like. Or, and, it's, he... and, and it's funny that it's funny that free agency is twenty four seven. You can sign and ask for a yeah. trade the next day. We saw <laughs> yeah. Kevin Durant do it. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, uh, Kurt, I guess in short, should we just retire the term mercenary or or, or, or hired gun when it comes to NBA players? Is that just the nature of the modern NBA? Yeah, no. I, the thing is, Durant is. You, you guys mentioned it. I. If you talk about Allen Iverson, yeah, he's a sixer, and he bounced around. And you talk about LeBron, he's going to be associated with Cleveland and Akron and bringing the title back there. You're going to have these – there's still an anchor franchise in there. I don't have that with Durant. May, I, is it Oklahoma City? I don't know that I oh, – he's going into the Hall of Fame. He would go in in this jersey. Yeah, I don't know who that is for Kevin Durant. So it feels different for me than it does for a lot of the guys who bounced around a little bit just because – I don't know what the anchor is for him. Hey, I got one I'll last think, thing for the for the I'll, I got one last thing for the I'll group go. real quick. We're almost out of town, uh, out of town time. I beg your pardon. We're at the Super Bowl, but the NBA has taken over the news cycle with these trades. Obviously, <laughs> Kyrie to Dallas, now KD uh, to Phoenix are being the marquee ones. Um, Vinny, go ahead, and if you want to make your point that you were going to make real quick, do that as well. But biggest winner from the trade deadline now that it's coming on. <laughs> it's the Lakers just because they don't have to do a Russell Westbrook anymore. And it, and it might, and it honestly, it honestly might be Chris Paul because the Suns yeah. will go as far as Chris Paul goes. And we saw when that tank went on E last year, the Suns were finished. And now he can pretty much rewrite his quote unquote legacy, a word that, that I hate. He can rewrite yeah. his legacy with a championship, maybe being the fourth best player on the team. And here's the point that I was going to make to you about the nomadic nature of the NBA. It, although it's fun in July and it's fun today, I'm not sure that it's actually healthy 
for the NBA as a whole. There has to be, like Kirk said, some anchors to, you know, players to franchises and even some of these damn jerseys. Like I'm, tar- I'm, I'm looking around and every team has <laughs> 10 jerseys. Not to say there's got to be some law and order, but there's got to be a little le- some level of uniformity as opposed to every fan asking, wait, who does Kevin Durant play for? He's the yeah. best player in the league, arguably, and you shouldn't be asking what team he play for. Biggest winner, uh, Kurt. Matt Ishbia? I mean, did anybody walk in and just take over a franchise? It's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go get Kevin Durant in the first 24 hours. That's yeah. <laughs> That's it's pretty good introduction. He, he had, I, I'll take him. I think, yeah, it's the Suns. The, I, I would say the Lakers are second, but it's the Suns. Warriors for you for getting Gary Payton? Uh, no, it's not the Warriors <laughs> for me because Gary Payton actually helps a lot, even though it doesn't seem like a big move. But um, I really still think they need to shore up their front court depth. So I, they didn't really make a move for that. Maybe they will on the buyout market. So, um, but Gary Payton actually is a very impactful pickup. That may not seem like it, but no, I was, I was being targeted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but no, it's probably it's the Suns. I would okay. say, yeah. All right, very objective of you. And the biggest winner, I, I'm going to guess for you, Michael, is you. Yeah, because you just right. get to keep clowning me in perpetuity right. about great. the Brooklyn Nets. And, you know, I, I'm sad that the story's over, but it's just starting. It's just starting. The narrative is the winner. The narrative, like, it just kept. I never thought I'd get two Super Bowl cycles. Out oh of my the Brooklyn god! Nets. Like this Unbelievable. is two years in a row. I get to talk about the dysfunctional Nets at the Super Bowl. How it's about great. that? How about that? The so gift that keeps all giving. Vinny, give us something next year, in I know, Vegas, right? Please, Vinny, Kurt, we love you guys. Thank y'all so much. We wouldn't trade y'all for any amount of draft picks in the world. And scoop, keep Maybe it up. Maybe some pick swaps. Keep it up, scoop. Maybe some By pick swaps. By the way, Chris Paul doesn't. Chris Paul doesn't ever get to rewrite last year. <laughs> I just want to say, Kurt, Chris Paul doesn't get to rewrite that failure last year against the Mavs in Game Seven. Oh that, my that's gosh, staying. it's not going anywhere. <laughs> All right, guys, that doesn't get rewrite right 2016 either. Oh, what, what, what's oh, wrong with you? Four-time champ. Oh. Chris Paul doesn't have one. She about to cuss. She about to cuss. Be <laughs> careful. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.